Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special RPG Pals Club where we are going to be demoing a game that hopefully when you're listening to this, you can either back on Indiegogo or you can purchase it digitally. Uh, we are going to be playing a game of Killer Ratings created by Ken Lowry, who is a wonderful person and uh this is sort of a live play test none of us have played this game before but uh go check out ken on twitter at at ken lowry k-e-n-l-o-w-e-r-y and also check out bannerless games that is b-a-n-n-e-r-l-e-s-s games going to be your game master aka director tonight for this game we are as i said playing killer ratings which is a ghost hunting show and uh we have a very special cast tonight uh joining us we have our two classic cast members i'm eric aka rhythm bastard and normally i play oi the punk drow monk but oh man who who in this wonderful cavalcade of characters can we play today and i'm madison uh she her pronouns uh i normally play koyos the crocodile druid man that's not what i'm playing today and then joining us we also have two guests uh clavy hi friends uh my name is clavy uh, my pronouns are they them and uh i'm excited to get into this one and jeffrey yes i'm jeffrey my pronouns are he him uh i've appeared on many of luke's podcasts but i don't believe i've appeared on this one and i think i i think i finally stamped all the, the card the luke podcast card and maybe i get a free sub or something like that i'm very excited uh you get invited onto the one piece one uh donuts dawn once we're getting guests onto that oh excellent i could exchange it for one a uh, guest appearance on a future pod i love that yeah I, f- I feel like you know about simpsons but you don't know about one piece i don't but i know about i know about pirates I, they say yar for example that's something i know it's a big fact to know about pirates good to know that you you have a lot of pirate facts, Jeffrey. We will see. If, Absolutely. We will see if that gets us in a good position for tonight. Uh, so this game is sort of about being shitty over the top people. And because uh, <laughs> everyone is out for themselves and everyone is out to try to uh, goose the ratings, follow their uh, bliss. And uh, we're going to pick our character archetypes now. There are two that are always required which is the face and the camera person. The face is the person presenting this horror or this uh, haunted house show. The camera person is the person behind the camera. Uh, And then we have a few additional options. 
Uh, but does someone want to sign up to be our face, and does someone want to sign up to be our camera person? Uh, I'm happy to be the face. I could be the face if you would like. And I would be down to be the camera person. All right. Uh, so uh, that leaves our additional roles to Eric and Glaby. Uh, so the additional options that they have are the charlatan, sort of the supernatural talent who's also lying about supernatural talent. There is the faces buddy, the sort of parasitic, uh, not healthy relationship with the uh, other person. Uh, there's the academic, the person who knows the history of the location of wherever we are going. And uh, so do any of you want to claim those, uh, one of those roles? I am going to be a charlatan. All right. I love that. Uh, I, I definitely want to grab the academic. All right. So uh, if you want to quickly put together a name for your character and maybe a, a, a little idea of who they are. Uh, charlatans could be like a psychic, a televangelist, a crackpot scientist. Academics could be like a fallen professor, ex-cop, faded TV star. Uh, but let's go with our face first. Uh, so do you have sort of a personality idea for your character? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, the face's name will be Chad Bowser, and uh, Chaz is uh, is a come- is a comedian who used to be a, like had a small part on a on a on a canceled sitcom. And this is his like this is new gig is uh, he he's, this is like the best thing he could this best thing he could come up with. He's a loud guy. He's in your face. And he's just asking. He's inquisitive. He's just asking questions. That's his thing. He loves to ask questions. All right. And then uh, you have a total of five points to spend between your provoke skill and your survive skill. You have to have at least one point in each of those skills. Uh, Your provoke is your ability to get a reaction either from your co-stars or whatever haunts or haints we're going to be dealing with. Survive uh, isn't necessarily as good for ratings. It's your ability to say, hey, maybe this isn't a great idea. Mm. And uh, the way that the game is going to work is when you need to roll, you're only going to roll 1d6 and you want to roll at at or under your number. So if you're making a provoke roll and your provoke is four, you need to roll a four or under. Okay, great. I'll be. Uh, I'll put all four into. I'll put four into provoke and one into survive. All right, Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the uh, origin story of the camera person? The camera person. Her name. Well, it's more of a nickname, really. Her her nickname is. Snap. Snap Castle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she has much higher aspirations than this. Like, she, she wants to, f- to film for, for, like, that high art reasons, right? But as it turns out, it's really hard to get into the industry like that. You have to start somewhere, so this is the best we've got. Sure, it's a shitty little ghost story thing. Ooh, cool, ghost. Ah. But I'm gonna make it look fantastic. This is going to win awards. You take pride in what you do, even if this is just bullshit that you're doing to pay the bills. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care that it's about ghosts. This is going to be high art. The filmography is going to win awards. It's going to be great. I don't care about the rest of these people. 
All right. That is fantastic. Uh, how do you want to spend those points? Uh, I think I will do two for Provoke mm-hmm. and put the rest into Survive. All right. So that is going to be two Provoke and three Survive. Uh, Eric. Yes. Tell me about this charlatan you're playing. All right. Uh, my charlatan's name is uh, Jace Venser, and he is a top tier Yu-Gi-Oh player who earnestly <laughs> believes that he has the heart of the cards and will um and that he can you know overcome anything that he that he sees the game on all levels both physical and metaphysical but he just cheats Uh, what, what's your, uh, breakdown there for Provoke versus Survive, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go with two and three, because, you know, he, he's, he's still, like, a fucking, you know, tabletop card game player, but he kinda knows when the getting's getting, so he knows when the getting's getting, and he knows when to get out. Fair enough, and Clavy. Yeah, so my character's name is uh, Bartimaeus Stillsworth, uh, and he is a uh, fallen professor who pursued studying uh, the blend of the occult and theoretical physics before basically getting confronted and uh, when asked for proof being unable to supply the evidence to back the thesis that he was pushing at the time. Wonderful. Uh, was that Dr. Bartimaeus? Yes, Dr. Bartimaeus Stillsworth. And how are you going to split up those stats? Uh, I think three provoke, two survive. All right. So, I th- yeah, we've got... Oh, no, we almost have the full gamut. But we have a good mix here of uh, personalities. So uh, with that out of the way, and with a good idea of uh, what we're looking for for everybody, we now need to pick our haint. So does everybody have 2d10? I have 2d10. It's more likely than you think. So, uh, Madison, how about you give me that roll first? Okay, two... Just one 1d10? One Let me know which you get on each of the dice okay the first one i got a one and the second one i got a three and then clady uh the first one i got a seven Mm -hmm. and then i got a nine all right and jevry all right a nine and an eight and then eric I got a six and a three. All right. So we have some uh, options for the site of where this is going to uh, take place based on the rolls that we have all made. I got a 10 and a uh, five. So I'm just writing these down. Uh, So Madison gave us the option of a mansion where a murder-suicide happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe got us a casino where a witch hunt literal or otherwise happened uh jeffrey presented us with a theme park or circus that is also a profaned sacred ground uh eric got us a hotel murder suicide and i got us a industrial site where disappearances happen so what what vibe are y'all feeling with Hmm. i'm gonna go with the casino yeah i like casino (laughs) The, the casino where the witch hunt happened does sound interesting. Uh, how how are the rest of y'all feeling about that, Clayby and Jeffrey? I feel good about that. I like the, uh, there's already the easy, uh, the explanation, the backstory of somebody being too, too successful, right? And mm-hmm. then yeah. sparking a witch hunt. <laughs> yeah, like maybe they, uh, yeah, like someone got too successful, they had brought in the back, didn't come out, but uh 
maybe something didn't return. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody wins at roulette that many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine all the card counting you could do with magic powers. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Your heart's really in the cards. How many cards can you cheat with that? <laughs> and uh, then everybody, uh, do you all got a D20? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm going to need uh, two rolls of D20. Uh, so I'll let y'all give me that first roll that you get. So just give me the first result of your d20. Uh, Madison, what did you get? I got a 12. Alright, uh, Clayby. I got a 5. Uh, Jeffrey. I got a 7. Eric. 18. Alright, I got a 10. And then I need one more d20 roll from everyone, so I will go in reverse. Eric, what did you get? I got a 2. Jeffrey. A 14. Clayby. Uh, six. And Madison. Eleven. All right. So uh, the options that we have here are the Wraith brothers slash sisters slash siblings, which would be very interesting as a potential. Clavy presented us with spook sleuths. Uh, Jeffrey got us with specter mysteries. Eric got us horror investigators. And I got poltergeist science. Uh- I'm obviously going with uh, Spook Sleuths. Yeah, Spook Sleuth yeah, seems spook, to be the spook, obvious spook, winner here. Yeah, Spook Sleuth. Spook Sleuth, oh, that's the sound of the police. <laughs> spook Sleuth. Oh. And now that's going to be in everybody's uh, head. Yep. So uh, we are now in the first uh, act of this show. So the four of you have arrived at... Oh. I need to flip a die and make a important decision. Does someone want to call odds or evens? Odds. Uh, the casino that is haunted is still active. Ooh. Great. Okay, so people are still gambling and stuff. Yes. Uh, so we are now in the first act of this, which is going to involve uh, kind of like describing this casino as you are going to uh, explore it. So the way that this is going to work is that uh, we will each get to describe uh, like something that is going on in this room. Right now, it's not supposed to necessarily be super scary or like, there's a full disembodied body. But you know, there. this is an actual haunted place. No None of y'all have really dealt with anything actually haunted or magical before. And so everyone kind of gets to describe a feature as the four of you, the crew of spook sleuths, uh, arrive at this casino. Does anyone have a good casino name? Or I believe there is a casino name generator. That's a funny, that's a, such a specific generator yeah uh i i was wrong that was a list of names that are in or that is a list of rooms that can be used for a casino well it is easy to google up a casino name generator hold on let's see what i can get i just think that's really that'd just be really funny if that existed i'm not sure there'd be a lot of use for it just someone was like yeah absolutely people need to come up with the names of fictional casinos or real casinos i suppose (laughs) I, I, I found one that will generate me 10 random casino names. Let's go. Oh, amazing. Not just one, 10. 
for ten whole potatoes. My mind just went to the Animal Crossing Highland name <laughs> generator. Uh, all right, what what you got? The Crown Casino, the Gold Prism Casino, the Onyx Siren Casino. There's a whole bunch of these. The Luna Casino, the Allure Casino. They all end in casino. Mm-hmm. Sure. What was the uh, the what was the onyx the onyx siren? Yeah, the onyx siren. I I am partial to like the lure casino because I figure the Luna. What's that? I thought it was the Luna. Oh, the, there was the Luna, and then there was the allure. The, ah. allure, the allure. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I was thinking like it would be one of those like shitty like day casino cruises, like you only go out for a couple hours. And gamble in international waters and then come back and it's only like, you know, a whatever. And it's a really like small, dingy cruise ship. So for, for me, I'm getting like these 60s, like height of Las Vegas gambling in the strip vibe. And it's now like stayed open like 50, 60 years later. And like everything is faded about it. Like they're too cheap to really replace the carpets or anything. Right. All, all the all the like the active slot machines are like starting to get that like faded look when they've been exposed to too much light and stuff. They respond like uh, the Dragon Quest game. What was the one where you played Dirk the Daring? Oh, uh, Dragon's Lair. Yes. Uh, like all the controls are like Dragon's Lair, so you actually have to like pull down the slot arm like six times to get it to stop. The, uh, the blackjack dealer is literally falling asleep. As he's dealing cards. Uh, so the Allure Casino, uh, are we all good with that? Yeah, the Allure. Yeah, yeah. Allure. It's an alluring name. Uh-huh. Boo. Che- Yay. Cheers. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> we did it. Viva Las Cruces. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys have uh, entered into the uh, first room and... Uh, like, this would most likely be the, like, main entry hall of the casino. Mm-hmm. Like, some kind of, like, coat check area sort of lobby. Uh, more, yeah, or more like there would be, like, a concierge or some kind of, uh, you know, entranceway where it's like, hey, get on a rewards program, baby. And, uh, you know, like, the hotel or, like, you know, mm-hmm. stay at the hotel room or whatever. Uh, yeah, so, like, the concierge desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so like, what are some details we've got for this? I mean, the thing with casinos, though, is they, like, want to get you gambling ASAP. So, chances mm-hmm. are there's, like, that big room where there's those lines of slot machines. Like, the noise is the first thing that hits you. Very noisy. With all like the rings and the ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison, what are you adding to this room? Uh, the decor is dated. They really haven't updated since their prime time hours. So the carpet's dingy. It's not been well taken care of throughout the years. But boy, does it make for some good shots. And Clayby. Uh, One out of like every three lights is flickering just a little bit. So you have that older kind of like harsh artificial lighting, but like every so far, every so many feet as you go through the concierge, there's just a little bit of that kind of flickering effect. Mm -hmm. And Jeffrey. Uh, Immediately, uh, we see uh, the corner, like near the desk, there's like a little, there's like a hole burrowed into the desk and there's like a rat, like you could see like the face of a rat, like looking at us through the hole (laughs) in the concierge desk. got rats in the desk. And uh, so you all are like filming this show now. So like host, feel free to like start uh, describing as we are going into this. I am your director here. So I'm the guy back in the van with uh in all of y'all's earpieces 
<laughs> wow, the allure. A casino I haven't played. I thought I played every two-bit casino in this area. <laughs> what what is what is the history of this casino? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I never played here, but uh, I heard rumors that uh, yeah, let's say that uh, this place uh, that people die here, and uh, I'm not just saying they die laughing from the money that they win. I'm saying they die because they're killed or murdered I'm definitely getting some dutch angles of everybody walking in and talking and stuff like that so i'm like ahead and you want to keep it like nice and still so we get plenty of b-roll footage here oh yeah um yeah and, and um uh jace is like comp- jace has like his trusty Yu-Gi-Oh deck on him and he's like comparing the different like egyptian motifs and it's like for some reason his bullshit card game is more uh historically accurate than this uh casino <laughs> uh all right i'm going to ask you to make the first provoke roll here as you are actively uh comparing Yu-Gi-Oh cards to this uh egyptian motif okay all right so i roll i roll the two and i'm supposed to get at or below yeah so you provoke and uh yeah no it, it it's fine uh nothing super bad happens yeah like he is you know he is holding things up to different things and then he like throws them on the floor like he's trying to divine something out of thin air you know like it just like throws a, like spreads a bunch of men on the floor and drew kneels up kneels down and then just throws his hands up in the air and just closes his eyes and tries to feel Oh, Chaz. Getting all sorts of good shots out of this one. Can you get some descriptions of what he's doing there? Uh, You know, I don't even, I don't even know what he's doing. Jay, Jay's, what are you doing with these, with these freaking cards? What are, what are you doing with these freaking cards? I thought I told you this is a, this is a professional set. This isn't, we're not, uh, this isn't uh, uh, dork time at the, at the, at the comic book dungeon that you, that you love so much. Get your head in the game, man. What do I pay you? What do well, I don't pay you, but what do other people pay you for? So, side note, I feel like like Chad's is getting Joe Rogan vibes from me. And yeah, I feel like Jay yeah. and I'm like all huge like dorks. Jace just loves the Joe Rogan podcast. So he's taken a little bit aback by that. So he's like, uh well, 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 I'm feeling, you know, the heart of the cards and through divination, maybe the spirits of the witches that were hunted in this place. Or rather it's a casino, so like card counters and cheaters, which I would never do. Uh, you know, maybe they can they can tell us and give us some kind of direction about what's going on here. You're gonna get direction from from a pack of six dollar nerd cards. Good good luck with that. <laughs> Listen, each piece of Exodia cost me thirty dollars a piece. Oh boy, you're digging your you're digging your grave here, Chase. Uh, both of y'all roll me some provokes. Sure. Uh, three. I rolled a two. Yeah, I I feel like there's still a point of Jace is invited along, not just as sort of a punching bag, but like there is some legitimate ribbing going on here. It's not necessarily dickish yet. Yeah, right. Can that academic add anything about history or not trading cards? <laughs> uh, I I think uh I think. Bartimaeus is actually at the concierge desk trying to get if there's a like a tour guide brochure or like information background on the casino. Uh, but standing like on the opposite end of the desk from the rat hole. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, there there are like there is one of those like kiosks, and it has not been restocked for a while. Like for whatever reason, there's this weird assortment of various tour guides in here. There's stuff for like whitewater rafting for a river that no longer exists. Uh, but uh, like looking through, they don't necessarily want to bring up the whole. Oh, people have died here, but at the same time, people can come out because people have died here if you catch my drift Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah picking picking through the weird unrelated uh brochures and stuff uh he's gonna look over at the scattered Yu-Gi-Oh cards and these these are about as helpful as those those uh those shiny cards of yours doesn't look like there's anyone here who's actually going to help let give us the background of this casino as you are saying that a woman who looks like she has spent at least 12 hours in the sun every day of the past 80 years of her life comes up it's like yeah can i help you oh is there a uh is there like a bell on the concierge desk there's like a bell yeah there is yeah, I uh, Chaz like rings it three times, like ding, ding, ding. Uh, we got some questions for you. We're supposed to be filming here today. Uh, what uh, what's up with this place? This is a, even a bigger dump than I thought it would be. Welcome to the beautiful Allure Casino in La Cruces. We have craps, gambling, slot machines, and your chance to walk away with it all. Oh, and we have zombies. <laughs> this one right here. Hey, did you get that snap? Did you get me calling her a zombie? Yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. Good. Throw me a provoke. Oh, sure. A three. Yeah, you're still doing fine. She <laughs> she has seen a lot of shit of being potentially older than the casino itself. So uh, what's the deal with this place? What's uh, Why is it so, uh, you know... Uh, Haunted-y. Is it haunted? She takes a cigarette and just takes a long drag of it and then taps it out on the concierge bell. People used to make bad choices and the house always wins. Oh boy, that that doesn't sound ominous. (laughs) Hey-o. Uh... Yeah, a, uh, okay, great. And, uh, yeah, that's, that should be good. Actually, that should be really good. Stamp, did you get her saying that? Because I feel like that'll cut in real nice. Snap's just, like, like nodding behind the camera, like, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, so you use this as a chance to go into another room of the casino. Like, I feel like you go to the actual casino floor now. Like, either the slot machines or the tables or where y'all feeling like heading. Uh, I'm feeling the tables. Yeah, also feeling the tables. It feels right. like the direct uh, the implication that people are making poor decisions doesn't feel like slot machines. Yeah, uh, so let's go around again. I believe I started with uh, Jeffrey last time. Uh, so, uh, Madison, mm-hmm. uh, can you give me a description for the tables area? I feel like at the moment there's like not a whole lot of people around, kind mm-hmm. of empty. Uh, so you can really get a few for the tables which again just like the decor have not been updated for a while to the point where you can almost see where everybody places down the cards almost like they've been worn down quality to it like the the tables have sort of a screen burn for cards yeah yeah which makes for some great shots as i come panning along like almost at table height and really getting all of it 
All right, and Eric, can you give me a detail? Uh, I'm going to give the the detail that the dealers aren't very attentive. They are just kind of going through the motions, especially since, like, you know, it's just so unpopulated. Like, the blackjack tables, they've kind of condensed everybody onto, you know, like, maybe two tables total since it barely has enough people for all that. Mm-hmm. And the poker tables, you know, they're they're not, like, particularly fancy. There's a lot of and there's a lot of hand shuffling going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clayby, there's as you're like walking up to the tables. There's that like uh, '50s diner, like stale, uh, smoky air that it, like you feel walking into a. You actually can physically feel the air change. <laughs> Christ, I I am like feeling that right now. <laughs> And Jeffrey. Uh, also, as you as you walk up to the tables, like you know, the carpets are dingy, but there's also like visible stains on them, like visible large, like maroon, deep maroon stains, like on the car, like on the carpets, um, like they've tried to get it out, get them out, but they could not completely get them out. Oh yeah, like I'm picturing there is very little difference between like the poorly upkept upkept grass outside of the uh allure casino and like the table felt in here like <laughs> chances are your dice is more likely to end up on like the cleared away baseboard than it is to end up on like full green felt <laughs> you rub your hand a little bit too hard on any of these things you know you'll end up with like velvet hands <laughs> All right, so you are filming in here now. All right, uh, talk to some people. If you know, ask them if they are feeling lucky. I don't know. Go, 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 get some good footage. Hey, uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Chaz is gonna go uh, up to uh, somebody at the uh, at one of the craps tables. Um, it, he's like, it's like he's like an old man, like a like a seventy something year old man who is like white hair very like frail looking um and uh i'm gonna just uh come up to him and be like hey uh hey pops like uh you know this this casino has quite the reputation uh as being a place where uh bad things go down are you worried you might get murdered here what oh i said are you worried you might get murdered here, Pops? And then he, and then Chaz makes like the knife, uh, the knife and back motion. <laughs> Christ. Uh, roll a provoke check here. Great. A one. Oh, no, that's, that's still under you. That is like the best roll that you can get. The old man turns and says, the damn Nazis didn't get me. Vietnamese didn't. Koreans took my leg. They ain't gonna kill me here. Oh, but they got ghosts here. That's what the rumors say. You ain't, you ain't afraid of no ghosts, Pops? I welcome the sweet touch of death. Oh, oh, snaps. Snaps, did you get that? Snaps, did you get that? And he welcomes the sweet touch of death. And, and, and Snap is on, on like the other the other side of the table, like getting like panning shots of like all the people who are playing along with you know this whole thing going down. So so like thumbs up over the camera, like yeah yeah yeah. Okay, obviously. good. And did you get me doing the knife motion? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be good. That's gonna cut in real nice. Yeah, that is going to get gift so hot. It, it... <laughs> That's what I do. I'm the gift master. Uh, you should get that from another angle. Like, everybody just go up and fake knife someone. It will be great. We get a montage of that, pay for some, like, less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Dr- Mr. Director, I got that. Okay. 
I'm going to just wave snap over and I'm just going to start like while people aren't looking like while they're playing like craps or roulette or stuff at the various tables. I'm going to like make the knife motion like behind them, like you know, wee, 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 like behind them. So like there's so we could do get like a we could do like a montage of it. Fuck. <laughs> Snap's like getting like low shots like at Dutch angles like of, of him <laughs> doing this and like like really zooming in to get like ooh, the motion and everything. Ooh. I want to, by the way, I want to point out that this game specifically asks you to be as annoying as, as possible. <laughs> like they, it's in the rules of the game that I'm supposed to be an asshole. So yes. that's why you're, that's why you want, if you're listening to this, be like, you're like a real <laughs> asshole character. It's like, it's not, that's the rule. They said to. They made me. The game made me. You were merely born in the game. I was created by it, molded by it. All right. So, uh, hey, uh, card man, can you show some of your card skills at Blackjack or whatever, 21 stud? Yeah. So, uh, Jace has, like, when um, when Chaz was, you know, doing the nice stabby stabs, uh, I, I think Jace was trying to, like, Jace is just looking over somebody playing Blackjack and counting cards in his head, but the person is, like, doing it all wrong and he's just like should have hit on that should have hit on that like it's like he's hand shuffling man come on you know like obviously the odds were in your favor he did he was gonna or listen he's uh, he's just like yelling at people who are playing the game wrong roll roll a provoke uh i rolled a four uh-oh. Uh, you feel a weird sensation kind of going over you as you're doing this. And you, like, look over and you see the bouncer in this casino who looks like he is a day over 18 and, like, pencil thin, could probably not pick up any of the people in here. He just tries to give you the toughest stare that he can, and it is not very intimidating. Uh, Jace has seen better stares at the uh, at the Star City Games local national championships, so he's not very intimidated by some 18-year-olds, uh, you know, trying to look tough, but even though their physiques are probably about the same. So I, I, I feel like <laughs> Jace might know this bouncer somehow, like, just walks up to him like, uh, yeah, um, so, by any chance, do you happen to stream under the name uh, Forbidden One Sixty Four? Who, uh, not, not, not on the clock. Uh, down on the clock. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. So, so you know, it was like he tries to ask him, like, what kind of deck he played. But uh, side note, I, Eric, do not know shit about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, so like, if it was magic, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, like, what kind of you know, you got your commander deck on you?" But like, I don't know shit about Yu-Gi-Oh because you know the Egyptian shit or whatever, heart of the cards and whatever. But anyway, make up specifics. No one will know. We'll edit that. <laughs> out. We'll edit out your confession, and then okay. no one will. No one will know that you know nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh. Who can prove you wrong? No, I'm the one that edits it, so I'll just make it <laughs> twice as loud. Okay, great. Uh, I mean, I I, I have a uh, Horus. I I've got Slifer, the Sky God. Uh, you know about that? I, I think they're talking mythology shit over there, Professor. They're not not real mythology just the made up um even by mythology standards uh, and uh yeah 
the professor's not actually going to like even give Jace the the face of like acknowledging the Egyptian gods within the card game. Um, but after having watched Jace like hounding the players at the table, he's gonna like walk around the table a couple times and then start picking up and examining people's chips and cards, like just ignoring the game of blackjack that they're playing. Uh, it's just looking for uh signs that they call looking for anything like you know mismatching chips or if the cards are from different you know what i mean uh if there's mm-hmm. signals anything that he can see all these cards are super marked because like instead of having a fresh deck every like few minutes they've been playing with these for months if not years yeah so he's gonna pick up one of them especially and like look at it and like look back at the person and just be like really you hit on this I'll just like put it back down. And I, I think with that, we enter into act two as you all head to the slot machines. So act two, you've started to stir up the energies of the haunts. So things are weirder now. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a full apparition vision, but uh, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And uh, so as you head over to the slot machines, Clavy, what do you see or what what's going on with these walking up to the slot machines um professor's gonna actually look at the you know the the symbols on the machines and there's a weird number of body parts like instead of your like lemons this eyeballs just like staring at them again he's not made a habit of being in casinos mm-hmm. but just from you know there's tv commercials and lottery things and and related stuff you see slot machine you know iconography mm-hmm. places uh and he's just it doesn't look right, but he's not sure. <laughs> yeah, like right next to it, there's like one of those haunted, like a graveyard slot machine where it is like zombie parts. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. And you just look back over to the one that you're at and it's just like, oh, it's the 80s Care Bears licensed slot machine. <laughs> God. <laughs> the, tr- the very first licensed slot machine, <laughs> Care Bears. The truly cursed shit. Oh my God. I was going to suggest like maybe there's a Moonraker or Her Majesty Secret Service and it's like yeah. the latest one. Eric, what are you seeing in the uh, slot machines and the game machine section? Uh, so he is uh, just, Jace is just looking around, try, you know, like trying to see any exploits to the games here, like something, maybe like trying to figure out some magic shit he uh, sorry, some magnet shit he can cheat with. And like, uh, and I think he notices that some of the reels are a little bit misaligned like they're not all can like they're not in the same order like all the reels aren't in the same order so it's not like cherry lemon you know bar all the way down it's like one's cherry lemon bar one's bar cherry etc etc so mm-hmm. he's kind of noticing like well, wait a second the patterns are just a little bit off here. uh what what's snaps snaps is getting some like excellent shots of like going like between all the the rows and all the flashing lights and everything like that she almost misses it but after a second like hands down just a little bit too far and can't help but notice that like the patterns underneath all the slot machines seem weird almost similar to that weird stain that's in the main area but like almost as if it came out from underneath these slot machines like maybe they're like spilling oil is there oil in slot machines i don't know anything about slot machines yeah the old ones were gasoline powered yeah, you know, right? <laughs> you fill, of course. You could you could take them to the local uh, Arco and you'd fill up your 
slot machines, you bring them back. <laughs> you bring them back all full of gasoline and just <laughs> rev them up, and that's what spins them, obviously. Because back in those days, it was cheaper to do that than it was to buy an oil canister. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and what are what what uh, description are you adding in here, Chaz? Uh, Chaz, no, so the, the slot machines are up against a wall of the casino and behind, and above the, uh, slot machines, there's like an oil portrait, uh, speaking of oil, there's like an oil portrait of like a really ugly old woman. She's got like a, you know, nose with like warts on it. Uh, she's got like white, like stark white hair and she's smiling and her like missing teeth are visible. Um, but she's dressed in like a very like pretty dress. Like, like, uh, so she, so I turn to the, I, I turn to the professor, I turn, turn to, uh, to Dr. Stillsworth and, uh, Chaz is like, hey, uh, hey, professor, uh, who, uh, who's that ugly witch up there? Do you, do you get it? I said, uh, I said witch instead of bitch. <laughs> Snaps, did you get me saying witch instead of bitch? <laughs> Snaps again, rules, <laughs> yeah, got it. Good, good, good. So, uh, pr- so prof. Uh, Doc, who who is that? If I had to guess, I'd guess that perhaps it was the founder of the Allure Casino. Um, don't you think there's a somewhat uh, resemblance to the woman we met? Oh yeah, I guess uh, I guess they do look like si- look, look weirdly similar, huh? That's interesting. Maybe they're maybe they're relatives. Hmm. Or maybe they're the same person. Or maybe they're both ghosts. Or maybe they're both murderers? Hmm. I'm just asking questions. As you're doing that, the, uh, like, uh, the somebody won a jackpot alarm goes off at one of the slot machines. Uh, go, go and check that out. That's, that's some good B-roll footage. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this. The lucky winner here. And it's, like, another super old person, and you see, like, there's R or seven 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 or whatever the jackpot is. And instead of coins, you just hear a loud hiss coming from the machine. Uh, I I I uh, I turn to uh, to snap, turn to camera, and say seven seven seven. You know that's pretty close to a little number I like to call six six six. Come on, go in and see what that hissing is. <laughs> God, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Uh, and yeah, Snaps gets like way too into this dude's space to get B-roll footage of this winning slot machine. Uh, roll provoke. Ooh, okay. Trying to figure out where this hissing noise is coming from and also, you know, good B-roll footage. Oh, that is very much over my phone. <laughs> Did he get a six? Uh, so five. <laughs> so as you like go in and like get closer the man like briefly turns back and you just see like two coins over his eyes and uh like as you like pull back to see whoa what the fuck he's just got very sad old man eyes that are normal okay uh hey old man uh why, why'd you put coins on your eyes you a jokester or something you a comedian because you're not funny like me chaz bowser yeah. 
is the ultimate punchline. Oh, well, you know, that's true. My old pal Marty Feldman died. He, he, uh, he accidentally jumped out of a building. It was the funniest joke he ever told. So you may be onto something there, old man. He just wanders over to sit down at another machine and takes the coin out of his beaten up cup and puts it into the slot and pulls the arm down. Chaz yells at him, Hey, are you uh, worried that you're dead or that you might be murdered here? Uh, roll provoke. A four. He just looks back at you and shakes his head no, sadly. <laughs> Can we, hey, can we do an editing, snap, can we do an editing, an editing where it looks like he said yes instead of no? Maybe by like moving the camera up and down so it seems like his head nodded yes. That would shake the entire frame. That wouldn't work. (laughs) Okay, well, you'll figure it out in post. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, And and snaps to me while is still trying to figure out like, like coins didn't come out of the machine. It just did weird hissing. What (laughs) was that all about? Uh, I think Jason. This is going to because he's the only one like mildly mechanically uh, mechanically inclined. Uh, he just starts to kind of like tries to move the um, the slot machine itself to try to get a look like inside or in back mm-hmm. to see if anything you know comes out or if anything's wrong with it. Uh, roll provoke. All right. <laughs> Give the whole machine a shake. It's a vending machine. Uh, I rolled a four. Uh, so as you are shaking the machine, you hear something that sounds just like tree branches breaking. Uh, he looks around to see if maybe there was like a leaf or something that blew in to see that, uh, or that like maybe he accidentally stepped on or knocked over something. And uh, Ch- Chaz hears the sound and he's like, oh, that's a weird noise. And he like kicks the slot machine. All right, uh, roll to provoke. Four. He like kicks it hard. He like kicks it hard. He wants to hear that sound more. He thinks it's it's interesting. He's done MMA. It, it's just a yeah. hollow thud. Huh. Uh, Doctor Stillsworth, can you get in and see what's going on with that machine? You're a doc. You're 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 involved with physics. Physics, yes, and he's. Uh, gonna go ahead and, um, sorry, is the machine still hissing? Like, is it still doing that? Oh, no, it it, it stopped hissing. Okay. Um, yeah, so still starts gonna go behind the slot machine, uh, along with her chases and, you know, when in doubt for IT stuff, uh, is going to attempt to unplug the slot machine to, uh, so that then he can open up the panel and find out what's inside. Uh, roll a provoke. Uh, that is a one. You have no idea of how to open up the slot machine. Like, it's old, but it's that sort of, like, old, built-to-last energy. Right, because it's been around for, like, 50 years mm-hmm. unserviced. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, he's going to fiddle and fidget with it for uh, probably five seconds, just enough to make an act of it as if he tried. He's going to, you know, this, this is... This isn't my specialty at all. I don't know anything about slot machines or gambling. Um, it's going to make a big huff and, and walk back over to the painting mm-hmm. of the old woman. Uh, and is looking for a, like a, a placard or a descriptor note or or anything to give give any more information about who that is. Uh, yeah, roll one more provoke. Oh, that's a two. All right. Uh, so with that, uh, you you don't find any placard. Like there may have been, you find like the two screw holes on like <laughs> mm. the frame, but it probably looked gold and someone has taken it off. And 
Uh, so this is where we're going to sort of go to our uh, commercial break. I noticed something that was up with this version of the book that should be fixed. So edit this out, uh, edit out what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, so we're going to try and as a group put together the like more of a narrative of the location itself. So the haunts history. Okay. okay. Great. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, okay. I, I see. There, there was something that was missing in the book. So we're going to do our first commercial break, uh, which should have been done between act one and act two. So what? What sort of out-of-character themes are emerging? What in-character theories do we have? And how can we heighten this drama? Hmm, well, uh, yeah, the maybe the... The, the concierge knows more than she's uh, knows more than she's willing to say about what's what's really happening here uh, seems like uh, all the old people are down with death they are cool with that yeah I'm going uh, like this is some kind of purgatory vibes or like they've been here since the 60s and have not aged mm-hmm. uh, the the other thing that we can do right here is also incorporate some of the things from the second commercial break which are piece together the narrative of the ghost and the haunt so if we have ideas yeah i a lot of this has just been naturally developing so like the fact that everybody is old here and there doesn't seem to be anybody winning like it's not even a the casino staff are doing well or there seems to be something good here it's like they're just playing for for the sake of it yeah so it's like a hotel california thing you can come out anytime you like but you can never leave Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then if there were a bunch of people who were sort of i guess murdered here as part of a maybe if they couldn't win nobody else ever wins either Mm. Mm. so it's you know the like a a lingering curse Mm -hmm. Uh, we talked about the if somebody's too successful they get taken to the back Uh, the house always wins the house always wins the house always murders the house always uh, oh monster casino holy shit <laughs> so uh i think we're going to end our first episode here because when we get back next time uh we are going to fully hit the shit on the fan and uh look forward to that next time on rpg pals club Ooh. bye Yeah, I, Luke, your game master, can be found on Twitter at, at Coltrek. That's K O L T R E G. I have a bunch of podcasts that are wrapped up, but also like the Exiled Annual is coming up soon. I did a Fallout Columbus set podcast where it sounds like that is also going to get a new game plus style sequel to it. And uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at, at Coltrek and check out all the shit that I do. I'm Madison Ive. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRikuru, Rikuru spelled R-I-K-U-R-U. Uh, and pretty much everything uh, I do will be linked through there. So, you know, it's a hub of sorts. Have fun. I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find me on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. Rock so hard, I had to put it in the URL. You can also support me monthly by going to my Patreon at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. Uh, I record new music. I record covers and hopefully a visual novel that's going to act as sort of a prequel to uh, this little campaign we've been doing. 
You can also support me by going to my Bandcamp page at rhythmbaster.bandcamp.com or on my Threadless store at shop.rhythmbaster.rocks. Yeah, so you can find me. Uh, I stream Magic the Gathering as a part of the CNC Power Hour over on Twitch. That's twitch.tv backslash CNC Power Hour. And you can also find me playing uh, D&D Magic the Gathering campaign that takes place on Theros uh, every other week over Mondays at the Venture Maidens uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash the Venture Maidens. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun, and uh, I really enjoyed this story. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm uh, Jeffrey Golden, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Golden. That's G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, like the giraffe and G-O-L-D-E-N, like the color. You can also uh, find my newsletter, Adventure Snack, at adventuresnack.com. Every month I send out two choose-your-own-path adventure games via email, and they're funny and short, and you can play them on your lunch break. So that uh, address, again, is adventuresnack.com. Keep an eye out. Keep healthy. Keep safe. Keep happy as much as possible. And thank you for listening. Catch you on the flip mode. Bye. Bye. Bye.